Welcome to the Let's Wrestle Podcast with Dan and Nico. I am Nico and Dan's over here. Dan, how's it going? Greetings and salutations. I am <laughs> fucking ready. That was weird. For, that was kind of weird, man. I just wanted to try it out, but it sounded kind of weird. Um, it's not a good catchphrase. You need a new one. I do, I do. Um, I'm doing good, though. How are you, man? I'm all right, man. Can't complain, but there's some news this week. I feel like last week there wasn't that much news, but we had some news. We are on the uh, eve of Wrestle Kingdom. By the time that this pod actually releases, Wrestle Kingdom will be over. There will be more news, and we'll probably talk about it next week. And uh, you're watching live. Is that right? I The plan is to watch it live, yes. But... No promises. Um, I think it starts in about less than four hours from when we're recording this. So, oh, geez, that's a midnight around there, a little past midnight to start watching it at that point. I mean, that's not a bad time. I just I work in the morning, dude. I don't know. I'll probably catch the recap. I ask you to send me the link another night, unless you're getting um, that and JPW stuff. Then just send me that link. I thought about it. Um, I cannot confirm nor deny whether if I will be getting that on air, no. but I will be watching. I will find a way to watch. So the big thing about New Japan Pro Wrestling, Wrestle Kingdom, not just the matches that are going to happen, which there are going to be great matches on there. Um, the one big one for most people in the States that don't follow a lot of New Japan um, is going to be the Kenny Omega and... Uh, well, just the Kenny Omega match, because people actually know Kenny Omega in the States a lot more now than they did before. So that's going to be a match that they're going to be looking at. And they got a little piece of uh, Will Ospreay um, when he was over here at AEW. So the bigger thing, but the biggest thing that most fans are going to be looking forward to in North America and all over the world is that Sasha Banks is actually going to be appearing at, at Wrestle Kingdom tonight. So what do we think? think i mean there's a lot of reports this is about as as heavily reported as when cody rhodes returned at wrestlemania um i mean i wouldn't say that i want to say it's as big as that i mean maybe it is um now you know what it might be as big as that but um i know you're over here getting all excited getting all wet i am not excited i just me i just want look what sasha just tweeted my God, um, I just want to see what the hype is about. Um, <laughs> oh man, I mean, I'm intrigued. intrigued. I'll say that. Whatever. I am. No, no way. Oh my God, it's happening! It's gonna happen tonight. No the way. Game I is mean, gonna change. Isn't that what you said? The game is changing. <laughs> there will never be. The game just it, changed. That's what you said. It's over. There won't be a better moment. Than this in her run in New Japan. This is the biggest moment of it. I promise you, there will not be a bigger moment. She will oh, not yeah. face anybody else that's going to make it bigger than her debut. I'll say that. No, but it's a big thing for New Japan. So it's, it's a big thing for New Japan to acquire Sasha Banks. Um, will it do anything in terms of, you know, TV deals in, in North America, getting back on Access TV? Yeah. <laughs> um that shit show uh i don't think so i don't i don't think it's gonna make a big difference there but in terms of maybe just the wrestling business the landscape and which people or where people are going 
Um, I think that that will change a little bit with Sasha Banks, you know, making this big move. This is a big star um, coming out of WWE, um, going to New Japan and possibly AEW. Uh, that'd be a big thing, big deal. AEW, bigger deal, honestly, just because it's a complete, it's a TV, um, you know, TV show that's actually playing here in America. So that'll be a way bigger deal for AEW to get her. Um, I still don't think they're going to do it. I think she's going to be New Japan all the way, but we will see. We'll see after tonight. What color hair do you think she's going to have? Oh, that's a good question. <laughs> that's actually a good question. Orange. So far, looks like she has blue on her on her uh, Twitter. Looks like blue is a, a good color for her. Um, I don't know, dude. Um, I could see like like a blue, red, and yellow kind of type of deal. I don't know, something like closer to the New Japan, uh, at least logo that's going on right now with their Wrestle Kingdom. Who knows? Maybe it's just gonna be blue again. Maybe it'll be a wig. This is such a weird conversation about hair color. What hair color is she going to have when she comes out of uh, New that's, Japan? Dude, that's the biggest question here. I mean, question. no, but uh, I, I'm ex- I am excited. I'm intrigued to see how it goes. But I don't see myself getting excited for anything else after this. Um, but who knows? It could completely blow my mind. And we'll see. Yeah, I mean, there's Kairi Sane, who she's wrestled there, uh, wrestled over here before, but um, who is the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, Women's Champion, the first inaugural? Um, there's a lot of different, I think they believe they're called Joshi um, over there in New Japan. There's a lot of different people, um, even what? some that you might have seen on AEW. Um, a Yoshi? Joshi, buddy. Joshi. I think oh. that's what they're called. I could be completely wrong and just talking on my ass, but... Actually, I have freaking Google. What am I doing? Joshi. That's what they call the women? Yeah, it's the J- JWP. Um, ah, Joshi. Wow. JWP Project or something. Japanese Women's Professional Wrestling. Yeah, Joshi. J-O-S-H-I. So, yeah, that's um, also, I, I believe, um, something that happens over there. New Japan. Well, not in New Japan specifically. Like their own promotions, they have a women's promotion there in Japan. I'm pretty sure they they use women from there in New Japan now, especially now that New Japan has a women's or is building a women's division with a women's title. Gotta have people. So, um, yeah, man, there's people um, that she can wrestle that you that we've seen in AEW because they have that prom- they have that working relationship with a lot of the women from Japan. So. We but shall see. Girls that we don't give a fuck about when they do show up on AEW. Ah, uh, there's a couple of them that I actually like. I just can't remember their names because they're Japanese. Um, oh, that one I that remember was in there, them. The one that was in their tournament. I just can't remember their names. That's my only problem. The one that, that one sings, thing. like, just hysterically. Uh, no, not her. I actually really don't like her. <laughs> not the one that actually That's sings. horrible. People like it that, actually, I think. Yeah, they do. My cousin loves it. I don't know why. I, I tell oh him it's horrible. God. He's like, dude, I love it. I don't know why. It's, it's horrible, but I love it. <laughs> um, no, insane. but there, I thought you were actually talking about that other chick who used to come out like um, like Freddie Mercury. I can't remember her name. Sakamoto. Ah, uh, her, dude. I like her. Or something. I'm pretty sure uh, Sasha's going to wrestle her at one point. The only Sasha ones I remember are Riho. Because she was a champion. You know, Riho and Sasha could probably have a pretty good match. Just oh because Riho is small. I don't like when Riho wrestles 
taller people. That's my issue. Um, of course, like I said, Kadi saying um, the girl that you just mentioned, I can't remember her name again. Um, there was that other one. I can't remember her name. They had a tournament, I think, in uh, at AEW. Uh, I don't think it was for the women's title. It, I think it was last year that they had this tournament. Uh, I don't know. Uh, one second. Sheeta. Holy Sheeta. You know, Hikaru Sheeta could actually have a great match with her. It'd be alright. Wouldn't be bad. Emi Sakura. That's who it was. Emi Sakura was not the... That was the one we were talking about right now. Man, who gives a fuck about these women? Um... Sasha Banks is a star. She's going to go in there. She's going to be the only reason why anybody's talking about the Japanese women's wrestling division. Um, and that's that's it. She'll have a good match or two with Kyrie Sane, probably three matches, and it'll be a wrap. I, I don't see any interest with anybody else in that division. I don't even know who else is in that division. So... It don't matter to me. I'll be watching because Sasha's there. And I'll probably skip some matches, honestly. Um, I don't doubt that one bit. Dang, I need to know who this woman is. Ryo Mizumura. Uh, no, that's... No, Ryo Mizunami. That's who it was. She was in that tournament with AEW. It was great. Loved it. Loved her in it. Uh, she did really well. So there's... There's talent out there that we have no idea about, and I'm okay with that. So I'm, I'm sure Sasha Banks knows all about it because that's something she's talked about, that she loves um, professional wrestling. Um, the thing that she did when she was younger was tape trade, um, watch a lot of the New Japan stuff, um, All Japan stuff. Um, so she's involved in that, um, in that type of wrestling, which is why her style is the way that it is. Uh, that plus Eddie Guerrero. So I'm sure if she doesn't go to AEW, that's the reason why. Because that's what this is what she's always wanted to do. Wrestle in, in Japan. And I think she's going to do that before she even goes to AEW. If she is to go to AEW, that's going to be after the fact. She will be in AEW. I just know it. Well, we'll see. You were saying that she was going to be the mystery opponent on Wednesday night. And she will be. Unless it's AJ Lee. But... <laughs> With Punk gone, that's not going to happen. Why? She's her own woman. She doesn't have to follow Punk. But just for what? And CM Punk has said that before in the past, too. Uh, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. I mean, wh- who left first, WWE, AJ or Punk? Did I Punk? believe AJ. AJ. No, I think it was Punk. He left first, and then she's. She left soon after. She got weird, I'm sure, awkward. She wanted to leave. Maybe she yeah. felt like targeting her. She left. So now I don't see AG Lee coming in with Punk on. Uh, and if that shit hasn't been cleared up, then I just don't see it. Unless <laughs> they I do mean, bring I don't even. Back. I don't even know why we're talking about AJ Lee. That was just like something dumb I said. <laughs> there are, I've not seen or heard any reports. To indicate that AJ Lee would be me? AW. Did you just work me? I guess it wasn't that hard to, was it? <laughs> I, I, never, I never 
say that there was any reports. I just said that. I just threw that name out there because it was like, what would be crazy? What would be insane? We're thinking it's Sasha Banks, but instead it's AJ Lee. That'd be fucking insane. I'm I'm just, page, it makes sense. It does. It does. It does make sense. But no, you're right. A man can dream, though. A man can dream. Whatever, you're just shooting it down. I guess you're just shooting it down so that you wouldn't be excited. It's like, nah, it it's can't be. Dreams, I know it's not going to happen. That's why it's a dream. But nah, it's Ronda uh, Rousey. Uh, who? <laughs> no, I think it's gonna be Sasha, and this will only be the beginning of her AEW run. Uh, she'll do a couple Japanese matches here and there, but she won't do a lot because there's nothing there. Um, Tell you, and I'm sure she'll have a great run because she doesn't really have to try so hard to outshine. The AEW women's division, for the most part. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, with her going, if she were to go to AEW, who would you want to see her wrestle? Um, I don't. She never got to work with Tony Storm. Tony Storm, Jamie Hader, uh, Jamie Hader, Baker. Uh, we've kind of seen that now. Has she ever worked with Paige? This version, no. It, this, there's a new story I mean, there. This version isn't too much different from her other version, so. Well, whatever. But that's already good enough. If uh, Jade Cargill, Jade Cargill could be one. I think that Sasha Banks could give Jade Cargill the best match of her life. I'm sure, without a no, doubt, without, that. without a doubt. But that's if you know how to rotate these women. Um, and if Chris Statler, Statlander's got anything left, if she wow. can somehow get some momentum and Poor Chris get it, then that's another one right there. And I'm yeah. sure she'd have a solid match with Sheeta. Not a great match, but a solid match. Oh, I think she can get a great match out of Serena Deeb. Great technical Serena, match. Uh, wait, Serena Deeb. Uh, yes, hell yes. Oh, God, that would be a match. You know what would have been great before she left? Fucking, um... Oh, what's her name? I forgot her. Shit, what the fuck is her name, dude? She was just the AEW champion. Um, Tony Storm? Oh, Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa, that would have been a great match to see, man. You know what? That would have been a good match. You would see been... you see what I mean? It's just it's just the way they've booked the division, but that's a whole other subject. Let's focus on Sasha here. I mean, I, I have my issues with the women's division of AEW. I agree 100%. I don't disagree at all. And if right, she could have a good match with Nyla Rose. So, there's another one. Yeah, I mean, Nyla, Nyla Rose isn't um, isn't someone that wouldn't have a good match. Hell, her her and Jade Cargo had a great match. One they had a good match in the last uh, pay per view. Yeah, she's it. not bad. And with a smaller opponent like Sasha, it would be a good mix, I think. Oh hell yeah, Sasha works best with a bigger opponent. Well, actually, no, I, I can't completely say that. Um, Sasha Sasha can work with anyone. She's really that good. To be honest, she can work with people as big as, you know, you have she's faced Charlotte Flair. Um, Dewdrop. Dewdrop, Bianca Belair. Uh, she's faced. Jax. Nia, has she faced Nia Jax? I'm sure. I don't, I don't remember that. Um, and then you have her facing people like Bailey, Becky, um, Alexa Bliss, Asuka. I mean, there are people that from all different shape sizes that she's faced that she can just work with. She's really that good. That's why it baffles me when you 
undercredit her with so many things because she can just work with anyone. Well, goddamn, Nick, you just about splooged all over your fucking pants right there. I mean, I I get it. She's good. She's good, bro. But when you compare her to Becky, Charlotte, and even Bailey, I'll take them over Sasha <laughs> right now. <laughs> the disrespect uh, uh, that they've shown Bailey is ridiculous. Well, so yeah, with Bailey for sure. But I mean, you just—they're all equal. They're all—they're all unique in their own different ways, and that's what's so great about them. I mean, yes, they're all great. But if you had to rank them, the yes, they're look—they're all special, and that's a good way you put it. They're all special in their own, you know, kind of fucking unique way. But. If you had to rank them, I have Sasha at the bottom. I'm not saying it's, you know, far away. And that's just preference. But I'm just, like, I would, I would have her at the bottom, too. But I'm not saying that she's at the bottom because they're better than her. She's at the bottom because that's just my preference. Like, Charlotte, I love Charlotte. Uh, Bailey is my second because I love Bailey. Then it's Becky, then it's Sasha. But that's just because of preference. If you put them all together, they're equal. In terms of their skill, in terms of uh, their character work, in terms of them just fucking working the crowd. Like, they can do everything that you need them to do. Yeah. Each and every single one of them. So that's why, like, they're, they're all... It's like they're all the same wrestler with different styles. It's just crazy. I, I can't explain. Like, they're all amazing. Like, uh, I don't think there's going to be another um, group of women... And wrestling that comes out like this, they are like the equivalent of the uh, Ohio Valley um, class of I don't remember what the Brock Lesnar, John Cena, Randy Orton, Batista, Shelton right. Benjamin class. They are that equivalent. Well, not Shelton Benjamin, but we yeah, understand what yeah. you're saying. The other ones, yeah, yeah. Shelton Benjamin. I'm sorry, man. You didn't. You didn't quite go where you should have gone. Shield. You have the shield like that. Do you see them all great? And I mean, yes, great in their own unique way, but. Do you see them about the same? Or is it just preference? The shield? The ah, shield. man. Yeah. Nah, that one's different. That one's different. Um, I don't know. Because that could also be preference. That they're all great in their, own, in their own ways also. But, I mean, you can't deny how great Roman Reigns has been for the past couple of years. But yeah, Seth Rollins is the best worker they've had. Um over the last decade. Without a doubt. But Seth Rollins, while he has to go ahead and work like that, Roman Reigns don't need to. Roman Reigns just needs to come in, be the tribal chief, and put on a hell of a match. And Moxley just has to go out there and talk shit and Oh man, Moxley's a different animal. I love it. I love it. Yeah, he has he talks shit. He's unapologetic about it. And it's hardcore. And I love hardcore wrestling. So I can't. I love it. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So going back to Sasha, I don't want to get into Moxley right now. but I'm not going to into it. Oh, <laughs> you said I, his name. I, I just give my opinion. You're right. You're right. Uh, but Sasha Banks, let's see what she does. I'm sure she'll be back in WWE one day. I don't doubt that. Um. Yeah, man, just enjoy wrestling, right? So that's what it's about. All right, then. Let's go ahead and dig into the dirt. 
That was weird. Dig into the dirt. Okay, let's go. <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, Alright, the first thing that I've come across is apparently, apparently, um, people aren't too happy with uh, Dax Harwood's uh, podcast episode that just recently came out where he talked about, uh, where he gave praise to both the Elite and CM Punk, even going so far to say is that uh, the Young Bucks should be on um, on a Mount Rushmore of tag team wrestling. Um, and then, of course, uh, Dax Harwood has never shied away of showing his support for CM Punk. Um, but apparently, on the Wrestling Observer Radio, uh, Brian Alvarez and Dave Meltzer said that sources have told them um, that, a- that those in AEW are not happy with Harwood's comments. Uh, Meltzer uh, added, or this is what was stated, the general belief is the two sides will never again work together, although Meltzer was more open-minded, saying, never say never. Meltzer added, from what I heard from different people, not the people who you probably heard from, which is fucking weird, I hate when they talk like this, they were not particularly happy at all about this. Alvarez then said, all I heard the other day was how unhappy people were about the podcast. Meltzer agreed with Alvarez that the company needs a talent meeting to address the matter. This is what they need. I've said this before, and they've done it. They need a team meeting on Wednesday in Seattle. They need to get the stuff cleared up and get everyone on the same page because they're not. Which, I don't I don't know what the fuck a team meeting is going to do at this point. How many team meetings have we heard of um, in the past year? Like, two different ones to try to get everyone on the same page? They don't need a fucking team meeting, bro. Like... They just need to go about their... just need to go. Like, so what? Dax Howard said something on a podcast, which honestly wasn't even that bad still. Like, I don't know who they're talking to that they're saying they're upset. Whoever it is is probably someone who's not on TV. What part of the podcast got them upset? I mean, what exa- I don't see anything wrong with what he said. Definitely not anything worth having a team meeting over. <laughs> For uh, real. This is fucking ridiculous, but... That's this is just another example. I'm sure it's the Bucks and Omega and and those people that are again targeting somebody who only I, tries to make the wrestling business look better. And I really yeah. doubt that it's either. I, I doubt it's Kenny Omega and the Bucks. Then um, who? I don't. I like I said right now. I think it's people that aren't even on TV. Oh, like people that are just not not on TV. Like the the low end of AEW, I don't know who they're talking to, but this it doesn't has, make any sense. This has the Bucks, Omega, Page, and all their friends um, written all over it. So, it, it uh, who else be, who else would be mad about this? I don't see anyone that would be mad about this. Even if it was the Bucks, if he was there praising the Elite, why would they be mad about that? Well, all we can do is speculate. And... Ah, see, <laughs> like... <laughs> well, I'm just saying, that's you, how speculating you know, it is. You're speculating that it's the Bucks for some reason. I'm saying that it more than likely isn't. And it sounds like it's just a whole bunch of bullshit. Could be somebody, could be producers they're talking about. But the oh, hell he, what does he mean by the, not the people who you probably heard from? So who the fuck that, what's that supposed to mean? It's that, in the it has something to do with the Bucks and Omega. 
page. And you get that information from... Just think about what's happened over the last six, nine months with Punk. They they are reporting that the Bucks and Omega were feeding fucking lies to the dirt sheets about uh, the reason why Cole Cabana is not an AEW. Again, that's also speculation that it was the Bucks. It's never... There's no confirmed proof that it was the Bucks. Oh my god! Is there? Okay, so the guy. Okay, so when Punk calls out what happened, why does Omega and fucking the Bucks go to his locker room to confront him, and it becomes an issue, and now they can't work together? Because he was talking specifically about them. It's not like he was being subtle about talking about them, was he? So of course, you there's there's there could be two things. You could be you could be right where it was true. They were confronting him because they were upset because he's out there telling the truth. Or two, it could also be that because it wasn't true and maybe Punk got faulty information and whoever's feeding both teams faulty information is probably there in the middle laughing about it. But either way, I mean, would you go up to somebody if they were lying about you? Would I go up to somebody if they yeah, were lying you, about me? If you knew that someone was lying and spreading like just false rumors about you, would you go up and confront them? I would, but... Okay, that's all I need here. Now, if you were actually doing that, if what they were saying about you was true, would you go up and confront them still? But if that person punches me in the face, I obviously... Okay, no, that's, that's, not the, that's not the question. Answer the, answer the first question, then you can say whatever you want. But... If you were actually talking shit about talking shit and that person uh-huh. said that you were out in the open to everybody else, would you confront them? Uh, it depends. Uh, on the person. Okay, okay, okay. So if you were if you never said anything, if you were lying, it's if, if that person was lying about you, you would straight up confront them, is how you said it. But if, if you were actually, energy, no, I won't. Huh? If it's oh, a so now you're changing the answer now. Well, you kind of broke it down, so I'm giving you, like, a broken ah, down answer. <laughs> See, that's, that's my point. If someone were to, talk, were to say that you're saying something, whether it be true or false, we don't know if it's true or false. Right. We don't know what Punk is saying is true. We know that's what he believes in. I'm not saying that that's not what he believes in. I don't think that he's spreading false, false rumors, but it could be something that was said to him that may not have been true. And it could be that they were confronting him saying like, hey, like, we're not doing anything about we're not doing anything like that's the whole problem with this whole thing. We don't know what's a definite truth or a lie. It could be just falsehoods made up by the actual dirt sheets. Just to stir up some shit because they have no other news thing to talk about, or it could be true. But that's the whole problem with this thing, because now we've villainized everyone around uh, just stating that whatever is said is true. I am only going to go off of what I saw on the media scrum. Well, based on what I saw, I put pieces together and it makes sense. And I'm sure it was the Bucks and Omega. And that's okay. That's what they chose to do. But now... He said, that's what he said, it, like right there. That's what pay. they chose to do. Which you don't know if they actually chose to do that. I mean, you think they were forced into Punk's locker room? Like, hey, you oh. need to go right now. You think Tony fucking grabbed them and told him, hey, you need to go, go work it out with fucking Punk? 
No, they hey, chose to go in there. They, they chose to go in there and, and try to work it out with Punk. Who came reading to locker Punk. room? Who came yeah. to his locker room? Did Punk? Who, invite, who invited people to his locker room? It, it's funny that you try to point it towards Punk, but the thing is, I'm not trying to point it towards Punk. It is a bad situation that happened on both ends. That's why, the thing. Well, okay, you are trying to point it out to to them. To the let media. me ask: this, Why didn't Punk? go into their locker room and say, hey, are y'all the ones talking shit, saying that I'm the reason why Cole Cabana's not here anymore? Why didn't he do that? Why didn't he go confront them and start a problem? No, it was the EVPs. And that's a fact. We know that to be a fact. That is a fact. And I'm not saying that it's not a fact, but no, who, also, who, also, who also invited people, hey, if you have a problem with me, come say it to my face. I have my locker room door open. Who's the one that said that? And if they didn't want to scuffle, and he wasn't even being specific, he just said, "If anybody, anybody in the locker room has a problem, yeah, and so anybody had not come fight, had, never who who is we don't even know who threw the come first punch. We don't even know who threw that first punch. No, no, you have no idea who threw the whole first punch. So that's what I'm saying. Like it doesn't make any sense. Like you're saying it like they went over there to go fight someone, but it could have been that they went over there just to go talk to them. We don't know what happened." I'm not blaming Punk. I'm not blaming the elite. I'm not blaming anybody. It was a bad situation on both ends. Punk handled it horribly. The elite handled it horribly. Everyone handled that situation horribly. There's no one person better than the other. One person right, one person wrong. They were all wrong. Punk talked shit because they've been talking and, and doing shit and, behind and his back. You don't and, even know that to be true. He, but he said, if anyone has a problem, come talk to me like an adult and we'll get over and he it. Also, he also said within that that he works for fucking children. Oh we have God. EVPs who don't know how to run a business. He talked about them specifically. It's not like he didn't talk about them specifically. So, yes, of course, that's what I'm saying. He was saying, he was calling them out outright. Yeah, he said, if anyone has a problem, we come talk to me after going on a rant about the specific EVPs that he actually said EVPs. Did he not? Okay, but does it mean that a fucking fight had to happen because of it? Who said that? We don't even know if they threw the first punch. Omega and Bucks, they also had the same opportunity to clarify anything if they wanted to in a press okay, conference. If, like if we want to go off with the fucking dirt sheets and what happened exactly, they all came in. Matt and Nick were the actual aggressors. Kenny Omega was actually trying to stop the fight after after it blew uh after it was um already happening, and then that's when Ace Steel came in, threw a chair, bit bit Omega on the fucking arm because he was trying to get somebody off of somebody else. Honestly, it sounds like Nick to me. That sounds true enough that Nick and Matt were the actual aggressors. Omega going in there trying to be peacemaker. Nick and Matt might have said something, or maybe even pushed CM Punk, and CM Punk threw a punch. And then all hell but broke. You're saying we, but you're saying we don't know that, right? So it's all but we don't. We don't know that. We don't oh. know what exactly happened. That's what I've been saying. But you want to go ahead and keep pointing the blame at people when we can't even really do that. I mean, I'm sure that's what happened. I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive that that's what happened. And yes, it's all speculation. It's all, you know. We don't know. We don't really know what happened, but based on what has been said by several sources, that's the way it went down. And based on that yes, situation, several, source, several sources that weren't actually there. I've made my conclusion. 
Yeah. Okay. I just know that I don't know what fucking happened. Um, but uh, regardless, I don't know how we got here. Oh, yeah, I do. We were talking about Dax <laughs> Harwood. Um, this is back on. But anyways, uh, yeah, man. Um, I don't see why people would be upset. I don't think it's the Bucks that are upset. I don't think it's... Um, I don't know who would be upset about this, really. It doesn't make any sense why anyone in AEW would be upset. To be honest. They shouldn't um, be. They shouldn't be, but... That's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm sure I know who was. <laughs> okay. Um, now, um, on to other news. So, it is being speculated and reported that Naomi would not be going to NJPW with Sasha Banks. Instead, she is staying with WWE, which makes a lot of sense because, I mean, she has... Um, I mean, her husband's in WWE. I doubt she'd want to go to New Japan and wrestle in Japan. But her husband's all the way here in America. That's just my belief. Um, what was the point of walking out with Sasha? Maybe because Sasha talked her into doing it. And now it's just, it's all good. Hey, go do your thing. I'm going to go back to where we walked out from. I guess so, man. Uh, apparently, on the Wrestling Observer Live, Brian Alvarez reported that Naomi is returning to WWE. They're not going to New Japan, Naomi and Bailey. Of course, there is no official information on Naomi. But my impression is she will be returning to WWE. Actually, you can report that my belief is that she will be returning to WWE because she will re- certainly be returning to WWE. I will just say that other than that, I don't know what is going on. Okay, so never mind. Fuck what I said. <laughs> I think she's going to WWE. Is this Brian Alvarez guy. Man, I, found, I, feel, I sound like a complete dumbass now because I didn't read the whole thing. So basically, it's not being reported that she's going to WWE. It's being speculated. Let's, let's rephrase this shit. Oh. It's being speculated that Naomi is going back to WWE because Brian Alvarez says so. Apparently, he's Stone Cold Steve Austin now. So that's the bottom line. Because Brian Alvarez said so. So we we don't know where Naomi's going. If I have my bet, she's going to impact. <laughs> wow, that'd be a downgrade. Um no man, I'm hearing or people are wanting and asking for Naomi to come back win the Royal Rumble and run it back with Charlotte Flair. Oh, that wouldn't be too bad. That wouldn't be too bad, but I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, no, I think you give it to Rhea or something like that. Um no, sorry. You walked out. Rhea's been Rhea. here. Rhea's Rhea not been here though. But she can be. I don't want the Rumble winner to go on to Mania and lose. So if anyone's going to be a Rumble winner, it's got to be someone in Raw to take the title be from Bianca. Bianca. Rhea's on Bianca. Raw. I know. Rhea can beat Bianca. What I'm saying, because y'all, y'all had a... You and Will actually talked about this a couple weeks ago. But for someone to go up against Charlotte, which more than likely will be Ronda, I really don't want her to be, but it's going to be Ronda. But it would be great for fucking Raquel Rodriguez to go and face Charlotte at WrestleMania. That would be so dope. And her not being the Rumble winner and then losing doesn't feel as bad as a Rumble winner going and winning and losing. You know what I mean? Why do we need to see Charlotte and Ronda again? Because Charlotte can actually put out a great match with Ronda. Uh, I mean, the WrestleMania one wasn't all that great, and the only no, one that was, was I liked the I Quit match. It was not. That's what I'm saying. Like they, they had a you know a crappy run at WrestleMania, which was the first time I think they've ever done a singles match together. 
and then they work together a little bit more and they get a little bit more comfortable and now they have a better match at the next pay-per-view because now they understand each other. So now that they they understand each other enough to have that great match at Backlash, WrestleMania Backlash, I think they could put on a banger of a match, or at least Charlotte can put on a banger of a match with her at WrestleMania this year. If that's going to be the case, I have full confidence in Charlotte making it a great match. But I don't have confidence in Ronda. And I don't know. It's not like Charlotte wrestling like this fucking up-and-coming, you know, not a star yet women's wrestler. Like, it's Ronda Rousey that you expect great things from her, so any little fuck-up um, can make her look pretty shitty. I, I think it's different. So I, I don't I don't want to bet on that this match is going to be better than the ones that we've seen. Uh, it's WrestleMania, man. You should put on the match that you for sure know is going to be better. I'd rather oh, see that with Charlotte than fucking Ronda and Charlotte. We, we know that's not the case for WrestleMania. What match is going to go on WrestleMania is the match that's going to sell the most tickets. And unfortunately, the, the, the match that will sell the most tickets for them would be Charlotte and Ronda. Because regardless of what we think, there are more casual fans in WWE than hardcore wrestling fans. And so people like Ronda. Or people hate Ronda enough to see Charlotte win. So that's what I'm saying. Like they're gonna put on a Ronda and Charlotte, regardless of what we feel that they should put on for WrestleMania. They don't always put bangers and matches on WrestleMania. They put some stinkers on there just because of name value. Ugh. I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, that's it's fucking Hollywood. So bring out big names. Um, some other news that we have here. So AJ Styles recently um, suffered a broken ankle at uh, a live event. Um, he was quoted in saying or comments on his injury. Broken ankle is what I'm dealing with. No surgery. That just takes some time to recover. This just takes some time to recover. This will be the longest I've ever been out of the ring. And so with an injury like this at this point in time, um, he is probably not going to make it for WrestleMania. Which kind of stinks, man. I mean, you could have put him anywhere uh, on that card with anybody, and it would have been it would have been great, would have been golden. But who would you have put him up against at WrestleMania if you had to book it? Um, man. I mean, you're right. You could put him anywhere. Um, I'd probably put him against. I want to see him in a dream match versus somebody we haven't seen. Uh, it's too late for Shawn Michaels. Um, fuck. Him and John Cena again would be fucking great. Uh, oh, he's good. Uh, the Rock? No, no that won't happen. Uh, no. Him and Brock again? I don't know. I mean... it's You can literally put him anywhere. If... if- if there wasn't reports of Gunther going up against uh, Brock Lesnar, it would have been great to see Gunther and uh, Imperium uh, going up against AJ Styles and um, what are they called? The, uh, club, the, the club, the OC. And not, I'm not, not saying like a like a six man tag match. Nah, it would be like a singles match with those guys on the outside. I think that would be a good match. The OC man, I don't know what's gonna happen to them now, but 
Um, maybe they could get a new leader, Finn Balor. Ooh, you know they what doing, I mean? They add more people to the Judgment Day. Uh yeah. Why not? Or Edge gets back. back. Or Edge, or Edge, and becomes their leader. Their their pseudo leader until AJ Styles comes back. And then AJ and Edge get into a feud as soon as he comes back because he's he's not the leader. Or AJ comes back, thinks he's going to take back the throne, and they turn on AJ. Ooh. That'd be cool. Okay, so... I don't know, but they're probably not going to do anything. Uh, I hope they don't get lost in the shuffle here because of the injury, but... Maybe bring him back after Mania and try to do go give it another go. But yeah, man, uh, or Austin yeah. Theory. We've probably seen that match already, but in a big, you know, match at WrestleMania to put over Austin Theory for the I US title. It. Yeah, fuck yeah, hell yeah. You know what? That'd be great. Um, but like it's, like I said, AJ Styles. You can put him anywhere, and it'd be a great match. Um. So let's go ahead and <laughs> this is a little bit of fun news before we get out of this zone here. Um, apparently, Downhausen is Pro Wrestling T's highest selling wrestler of the year. Uh, CM Punk is second and MJF is third. Um, so kind of crazy how like a it's a gimmick. It's just straight up, you know, a comedy gimmick. Makes money. Comedy's gold. Mick Foley would be proud. Uh, I mean, when is this? The last year? What, what is it looking at? The last month? It says the year, buddy. The whole this year. year. This past year. I see. Out of this whole year, when we divvy up all the money that was made throughout the whole year, Danhausen was number one. Well, uh, it, it's That's insane. Honestly, it's ridiculous. The fact that Dan Housen is outselling... I, I won't even bring up Punk. I don't want to go down that train again. But MJF is just... Um, I, I can't believe that shit. Um, why? It goes, it goes to show how, you know, the biggest thing that will impact people is when you laugh. When you're having fun, when you're just chilling, not trying to think of anything too crazy. Then how's it not funny? No, to you, it's not funny. I guess for a majority of people, they think it's great. Wow. Enough to make him the top selling um, wrestler in pro wrestling tees. Okay, so his shirts, I haven't seen them, but do they have his name on them? Or is it just like a, I imagine it's just like that face paint. Yeah, it has his face. Let me see. Dan Housen. Because you know that um, the Bullet Club at one point was selling shirts like crazy, but some people would buy them because they thought it was talking about guns. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It has uh, his whole ass face on there, buddy. So, But does it have his name and does it say AEW? Because... If it's just that face paint, I could see somebody like, hey, this looks pretty cool. Like the face paint, like I like that, Dude, you know. It's his fucking face with his name on it. It says Danhausen. Uh let me see here real quick. Pro wrestling. I think they would still buy it. Honestly. 
They probably wouldn't know what it is. But they would like and, the face paint and stuff. And that just also goes to show that gives him more credit also. Okay. Coming up with a... Even though it's a stolen look. Santino sure Morella was one of my favorite characters at one point. Because he was fucking funny or he had some funny moments. So, And we knew he was never going to be the world champion. We we get that. That's okay. That's not his place. Um, but I guess this is their Santino. Just not as funny to me. Uh, hasn't done it for as long as fucking Santino has or did at that point at a high level. Um, but it's weird. Like, he doesn't really come out as much, I feel. Like... Sometimes he comes out, but he's not saying anything. He's just kind of in the background. Uh, yeah, no one's buying this unless they know they they have wrestling. <laughs> a horror fan would probably buy these shirts for sure. But I mean, you have to be again. This is wrestlers who are like, because you're saying like the Bullet Club shirts were being sold because people thought you know they were talking about guns. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be attributed because they saw it on Hot Topic. But these are people going to ProWrestlingTees.com and buying t-shirts. Or they're buying toilet paper. They're... <laughs> I mean, I can't... Hey, if they're buying toilet paper, that's even more uh, for Danhausen. The haters hate them so much, they want to use them for toilet paper and willing to spend their own money. I mean, that's a plus. That's like seeing a fucking Jim Cornette fan with a Jim Cornette sign on AEW. Yes, would they want you- to talk shit about AEW, but at the same time, they're buying a ticket to give more money to AEW. As a Bucks fan, would you fucking wipe your ass with a shirt of Devin Booker? Put his face on it. Oh, a Milwaukee Bucks fan is what you're saying, not a Young Bucks. Let's get that. Tri- let's get that straight. So yes, as a Milwaukee true. Bucks fan, would I wipe my ass with Devin Booker's shirt? <laughs> uh, yes. No, I would not because I don't think that would clean my ass right. <laughs> and unlike you, I clean my ass. Oh, man. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> um, I don't know, man. This is ridiculous that fucking Danhausen has... His shirts are dope. I'm not going to lie. I'm looking at them right now. I was like, I don't oh, even blame dude. people. They look fucking cool. Like, you need to go on. Shirts. Uh, I don't think CM Punk has his greatest shirts. As... Danhausen has a lot of fucking merch, bro. Like, a lot of merch. It's ridiculous. He has a lot of shirts. I'm, like, let me see. 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 24... 26, 28, 30, 32. Oh, oh shit, God. he has more pages. Dude, this bro- this dude has so much fucking merch, it's ridiculous. They're fucking boosting his stats, man. They're fucking stat padding him. Um, I think those are his designs, buddy, because with Pro Wrestling Tees, you can just make your own design and put it on there. Yeah, Punk doesn't have time for yeah, a design Yeah, Punk has week. his own thing, but I think Dan hasn't Obviously, with the face paint, you can only expect that he might be an artist himself. Because, I mean, there's just too much fucking merch. And he was still an independent wrestler not that long ago. I'm pretty sure. How many 
how many pages of CM Punk is there? Because if there's 50 pages, I'm pretty sure diehard CM Punk fans are going to try to buy as much as of, of that as possible. That could be another factor. Is that far-fetched? You really just won't, don't want him to have this, do you? CM Punk has a good amount no, of merch. No, I mean... Uh, oh, CM Punk has three pages of merch. Dan hasn't had five. Okay, two extra pages could be big. There's about like 30-something 30 30 something, um, logos on each page. So, like 30-something page uh, pictures. So, like two of those pages, that's like 60-something. Um, yeah, designs. so I mean... But I mean, CM Punk has a good, yeah, share, good share of designs also. Yes, but he doesn't have the uh, quantity that fucking Danhausen has. Mm, I, I, you, you're, you're reaching, and it's sad. Like, you, just let Danhausen have this. It's not a. It's not I'm that. Trying to understand. I'm trying to understand how this makes sense. People like Danhausen, dude. Like, like that's it. Like, no, they don't. <laughs> More than the world champion than CM Punk. Yeah, it's not unheard of. John Moxley had the highest, um, had a higher uh, merch selling uh, rate at one point uh, during his run than John Cena. You think Santino had more Santino's merch sales than John Cena? Uh, I don't think Santino looks as cool or as marketable as Danhausen. I mean, the Cobra. Everybody wanted Cobras. Mm, man, you're really reaching. It's sad. It's not even funny at this point no more. It's just sad. I mean, how do you see him outselling a John Cena, Santino Morella? That's John Cena. We're talking about WWE. We're not talking about WWE. We're talking about Pro Wrestling Tees. Okay, Apple's but oranges. in that competition... Oh, so Pro Wrestling Tees is just different. Then WWE, yes. Everything is different than WWE. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> that that I'm just comparing like in another competition of selling merch, and this is just imagine WWE's merch being pro wrestling tees, you know, their competition like fucking Waterbury in and out, you know what I mean? And and WWE, you're not gonna see a Santino Morella or an R Truth uh, outselling John Cena. Well, think of it like right? this: WWE is not gonna promote Santino as much as they're gonna promote John Cena. And with WWE, how it works is that they will make you a specific amount of merch, depending on how popular are popular you are. John Cena, being the man and smart businessman that he is, would always come out with new attire. So he has a lot of merch that WWE puts out for him. Santino Morella didn't really have too much different attires. He didn't have too many different shirts. So he's not going to have as many shirts as John Cena. So yes, maybe the quantity is the reason why that Dan Housen has more people buying it, because there's more of a variety to buy from. But at the same time, this is pro wrestling tea. So yes, it is a hustle. So if you want to think of it like that, because he has more quantity, then good on Danhausen, because that means he has he's looking at the hustle and he's hustling a lot more than most people are. CM Punk doesn't need a hustle because he made more money than Danhausen just working for AEW. So kudos to Danhausen for putting in the hustle, putting out more designs on his pro wrestling tees. Um, side gig and making that money more money than cm punk and more money than mjf so kudos for him kudos to him i guess <laughs> man you hate it so much and i don't understand why <laughs> it's just ridiculous bro come on like it's just 
that's that's the only way I can explain it. But I, I digress. I don't think it's ridiculous. I think it's fun. Um, but all right, we only have a couple minutes for the last thing we were going to talk about. How often? Oh, shit. How often have we have we done this? I don't how know. often have we fucking done this? I don't know, man. It just happens. What years were you watching wrestling? Like pay per views, like crazy when you were younger. Uh, started legal six, seven, eight, nine. You know, I never stopped. Yeah, you didn't stop, but okay. I cannot stop. It's like a fucking. I'm like a prisoner in their world. Obviously, bro. <laughs> Obvious fucking. All right, buddy. Here we go. We're not gonna talk about the rumble this this week. We've been talking about that rumble thing for a while. We're not gonna talk about it. It's not enough. Time. We got time. I, I mean, no, no, no I'm saying like for another episode before. Yeah, we have time on another episode to do this. I'm gonna do something quick, short, and in a, in, kind of in a hurry. But I found something that's perfect. All right, you said you're watching around 2007. Tell me, buddy. I'm gonna give you. I'm gonna, let's do five. Let, let's just say five. I'm gonna look at pay-per-views from 2007 and 2008. I'm gonna see if you can let me know what the theme song for that specific pay-per-view was. Oh god. Uh let's see. I feel like you might know this one. Do you remember the theme song for WWE No Way Out 2008? Um uh, fake it by Caesar. Oh <laughs> no, fucking! And you're not fucking. No, dude, you don't know that. So, like, I remember, like, from 2007 to maybe like l- mid 09, I can remember most of the songs. If I just, okay. y- yeah, it's crazy. You better not be googling it. I'm gonna be so upset. I swear, I swear. Okay, okay, okay. So let's go. Let's go. Uh, next one: WWE Judgment Day 2009. Uh, it's either. Rescue me, Buckcherry. Is it? Is it that one? <laughs> Rescue me, Buckcherry. Uh, man, I, it's so hard to believe you. We need fucking cameras. <laughs> no, I swear, I swear, bro. Like, I don't know why. And then the songs start getting shitty. Like, you know what I mean? After that, this uh, is right. kind of rock, punk rock. Give. I, I love rock and punk rock shit. All right, give me WWE SummerSlam 2008. I don't think I know that one. I remember uh, that summer I didn't get any pay-per-views for a while because, um, well, I cannot disclose that right now. But I just could not get it. I was closed down. Fez <laughs> did a sweep, and <laughs> I, I lost my uh, DVD plug. But anyways, um, I, didn't, I didn't watch that one because that's like the one where uh, it's some girl singing. I know that, but I think. Um, I think you might be right. Cena and Batista, uh, and we're in that fucking pay per view. Where all right, all right. Isn't it? So right now you're two for three. Yes. Um. All right. All right. Let's see. Let's see. All right. Give. What about? Do you remember WWE Vengeance 2007 Night of Champions? Yes. Fuel Vengeance. Uh. Fuel Gone. Right. Yes. Gone. Gone by Fuel. <laughs> yes. I said Fuel Vengeance or something. Yeah. <laughs> Alrighty, alrighty. Here, here we go. Last one. Are we gonna end it strong or end it weak? Um, 
WWE Survivor Series 2007. Uh, TikTok boom. Uh, so wow, dude, how do you? You fucking Rain Man? What the fuck? <laughs> I, bro, I remember that one. That's when Edge came back. Oh and, my god! Yeah. Real, real, real quick, real quick. Great American Bash 2007. Uh, uh, Church of Hot Addiction. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, you only, you caught me on that fucking summer where you know it's been dude, so What is your problem? Your fucking Spotify number one is WWE songs, bro. WWE pay-per-view songs. I might have looked through the playlist, but I remember them, bro. Like, and then every like it started becoming a blur. Like, as far as like songs and stuff like that. All right, this one I know you won't know. I just want to do it now. Um, right. Elimination Chamber 2012. Okay, I don't know that. Yeah, that's that's it's pretty mid. Uh, once in a while, you know, I'll remember some, but like, nah, yeah, yeah them, like they're okay. Mostly uh, the ones I'll remember. All right, Survivor Series 2008. Uh, I don't know that one, man. Yeah, okay. I thought yeah. you were, it was uh, spoiling for a fight by ACDC. I haven't heard that song in, in a while. That's uh, Cena and Jericho for the world title. Cena's comeback match. Man, I'm going to have to give you a quiz on the main events for each one of these pay-per-views, too. Dude, I remember, like, runs and, like, from, I don't know why though, that that golden age, like when you still thought it's this not shit a golden, was, it's it's not a golden age. It was your golden age, but I thought it was real in that time. That's why. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Like it wasn't a golden age. So I remember that shit like pretty impactful stuff. So yeah, you grew up with that with that post uh, ruthless aggression, straight up PG era stuff. You thought you were going to get me with some of those songs. I know it. You were trying to, all right, so this, like, hey, I'm fucking hey, ready. Uh, I, th- I didn't think you were going to be ready. We didn't plan this one. We were going to talk about the Royal Rumble prediction shit that we found all back, but goddamn. You swore me. I did because we didn't have time. We're about. To, we're going to go ahead and end it right here. Um, But yeah, that's going to cut it for this week's episode of Let's Wrestle. Um, check us out on Twitter, you know, at Les Rassel Pod. Uh, check our link tree out in our bio, you know, check us out on Twitter. We haven't posted in like a couple months. Great stuff, great stuff. You'll laugh, you'll cry, right? Probably won't care because it's Twitter. <laughs> and we got some people coming on in the show in the coming weeks as we continue the road of the Rumble. Ooh, road of the um, Rumble. We need something going on next week, man. We need something big. Oh, we'll we talk about what happened with Sasha. Aging hard. Yeah, that's going to be the conversation start. And then the Omega um, Osprey match. We got to talk about that. Well, yeah, but then, you know, we'll probably get some some backlash from myself about that kind of style of wrestling, but I'm going to try to enjoy the match. Yeah, you'll probably enjoy it. Um, but they'll say, but that's, you know, the AEW fucking defenders will say but that's the style that's what we love to see well fuck you man we, we don't want to see that every match so yeah that was random but okay we'll see we'll see y'all another time later later that was pretty random <laughs> <laughs>